Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are tuning in. I hope you guys are loving it. I'm, I was looking at it. We're almost at 300 episodes been listened to by 138 countries, which just blows my mind. Uh, true story is uh, several years ago, I didn't even know there were that many countries. So that's fun. I should probably, I know, I don't know how many, Jake, you're like smarty pants. Tell me how many countries are there? What's your I guess? It was like 180. That sounds about right. I was going to say 174 to sound like super scientific and specific, but today's guest is, he's pretty smart. If you look it up, he's probably accurate on how many countries he's going to look it up himself right now. 194. No, there we go. All right. You were close enough. We'll, we'll give close. it to you. Uh, he is the owner, founder of Project Broadcast. If you don't know what it is, I don't know where have you been living. It's by far, not even close, the most popular texting platform for network marketers. And where I started first hearing about it is I remember actually I did a mastermind in Destin and it was 2020, I believe. I don't know. Years just get away from you. But I think it was the end of 2020. And everyone started talking about Project Broadcast. And then I have a Facebook group that has over 1,400 verified six, seven, and eight-figure earners. And in that Facebook group, yes, they got to send me their income verification. So we got the top of the top. In there, it, it happened every three months. People ask, hey, what are you using? And the most recent post about that, well, specifically, it was three months ago. And in that, it literally had about, I think it was 15 comments when we looked back at it, Jake, and 14 out of the 15 mentioned Project Broadcast. So I look at that and I start diving into it, realized that Project Broadcast was not just a, a software that, oh, network marketers use. They've been servicing network marketers for 10 years, and then they start seeing the needs and the demands that people want. And they started creating it. And even though other people use it, a lot of other people, I feel like it's like specific for network marketers. And if they can use it, then everybody will absolutely love it. So Jake is one of those guys that wears $5 shoes, but drives Lambos. So I love uh, I love the combination, my man. It was fun to get to know you. He spoke at my Leader Leaders event in Pirates Cove Mastermind, spoke at my Salt Lake City Breakthrough event, which you guys haven't been there. You should be there. So there, there's like the introduction Jake didn't know was coming. So before we get into this, this is episode one of three. We're going to do three-part series on this. So like Netflix, where you guys binge, you guys are going to want to binge this just like Netflix. Jake, with that with that long intro, did I miss anything besides you like long walks on the beach with the sunset? I mean, that was that was a pretty good intro. I, I'm probably going to take that and st steal it. <laughs> oh, man. It's been fun to get to hang out with you, get to know you a lot uh, at these different events. It's crazy. We didn't even know each other, you know, really like three, four months ago. And now we've hung out at several of these events. And uh, real quick... Uh, you were at the Salt Lake City uh, Breakthrough event. You spoke at it. Tell everybody real quickly, what, what was your experience coming in from an outside service provider, not a not a network marketer? Well, what was actually cool is the a lot of the content, th th this was kind of my view of it, a lot of the content, while it was maybe directed at network marketing, direct sales, like it was just great business advice. A lot of the stuff uh, was super pertinent to me. 
not not only to me, I mean, as a part of the event, right? Like, uh, I think it was actually you, you were doing a talk and the whole time I was like, oh man, I wish my wife was here. She would get so much value out of this. And as a result of that, you know, towards the end of the, uh, of the event, you guys had like a, a package that leaders could buy for their teams. Right. And I, I'm not even, I don't have a network marketing team and I bought a pack as a gift for my wife. Cause I was like, you, you, you need this in your business. I think you should, you know, use these as like incentives for your team and get people to this event in March. Um, which I think maybe surprised you guys. Cause you're like, what Jake bought a package. <laughs> you didn't even have a team. <laughs> How was- many, we're going to go into this rapid fire. Yeah. You guys had uh Cause this, you know, with this episode coming out, um, it always comes out a little bit, a little bit later. You guys recently had Black Friday, Cyber Monday. How many texts were sent? I just want to give people an idea of the data that not data where they're like creeping and you know what I mean? Like that type of thing, but data just to learn insights to help you guys out. Like how many texts were sent? For, for Black Friday, we sent 2.3 million text messages. Just wow. on that day, not including yep. the lead up days for people kind of prepping customers, like just the day of Black Friday, 2.3 million and Cyber Monday, 1.9 million. And what like what kind of data can something like that give? Like, how is something like that even helpful if it is? Like to I mean, it, it's helpful from a few few perspectives. One is we have a lot of scale, like as a as a platform, we can we can really handle any any messaging needs that anyone might have. But the other thing that we see, which is interesting, Project Broadcast supports so many different companies. I think we have like over 100 plus different, what we call them networks. It's just the term we use internally to represent a group of users because we mm-hmm. have network marketing, direct sales companies, churches, schools, restaurants, right? But we call each grouping a network. And uh, it's interesting to watch the dynamic of the industry Uh We've been doing this for a number of years, so we can actually see the shape of the industry because we support such a broad, you know, amount of users. And it helps inform us on how to add more features to the platform and support uh, support the users. So the scale even gives us insight into, like, how to continue to, you know, foster and, and build more product for the user. Well, you guys have scaled quickly, and I love it. All the different features that people ask for, you guys listen and work on them. So let's start out with this episode on first why. I know we'll get into in the in part two, we'll talk about the what and we'll go into the how. And then part three, we'll go even more advanced strategies with duplication and text marketing. But this specific one, you guys got to understand this. This will help you out so much. And you will, if you're not sold on it before, you'll be sold on it after because Jake gave incredible speeches at both my mastermind and in Salt Lake City Breakthrough event that blew away even some of the leaders that were kind of using it. So tell us like why text marketing? Let's, well, let's do a fun exercise like we did at your Salt Lake event because it has nothing to do with Project Broadcast, but it it kind of really showcases the point on why texting is so valuable. So if you're listening you know, today, if you have your phone available, take out your phone. And on your phone, you've got different apps for communicating with people. You've got email, you've got text, you got voicemail, Telegram, Signal, WhatsApp, you know, Facebook or Meta Messenger. There's a gazillion apps on your phone. We typically compare 
project broadcast, text marketing to email marketing. That's kind of where you typically find the comparison. And if you look at your phone, there's a badge on your email icon and that tells you how many unread messages you have. So we did this at Rob's event in Salt Lake and everyone stand up. And I said, if, if you've got more uh, than 50 unread emails, st stay standing. People started to sit down and we got up, I think, to three or 400,000, if I recall, unread emails in that exercise. And I told the story about years ago with my wife, I actually had to write a program because she had 500,000 unread emails on Gmail, right? So email, not an effective way to reach people who have hundreds of thousands. All right. I just pulled this up because you know me, I'm like the crazy person. I yeah, hate what's yours? emails. I literally, un I literally unsubscribe. It's like, for me, I love it. I unsubscribe as much as possible because I don't like just wasting time. And I don't even get email notifications. So wow. this goes along with what you're saying. So I, I want to be deliberate when I check it. I don't want to be reactive. And so I just pulled up my wife's because she had to do a full cleanse three years ago because her storage was full and she didn't want to pay for that, more storage. That's what happened to Christy years ago. So yeah. she's at 26,940 unopened emails after three years. So 26,000 unread emails. <laughs> now, but here, here's the fun part. So we do, we do this with email. So just keep in mind how many unread emails you just saw on your email product on your platform. Now look at your texting application. How many unread text messages do you have? So we do the same exercise. I, I got two right now, and that's just because we uh, we started our Zoom. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> right, doing our podcast or otherwise it would have had zero, man. So I, I'm a typically zero, zero. Like I have, let's see, my I, this is in real time. My email unread count across, I think I have like six different email accounts, is 48, which is kind of high for me. Uh, and my unread text messages is five. Now, for most people, they're going to have thousands of unread emails and little to no unread text messages. Now, remember, this, this has nothing to do with Project Broadcast. So just think about this for a second. If on your everyday walk of life, you have zero or very few unread text messages and thousands of unread emails... It just shows that like as a communication channel, you are more responsive to text messaging than you are email. And it's primarily because there's a lot lower friction in communicating via text. I joke with people, you know, I've been using email for 35 years. I've never responded to an email with a heart emoji. 35 years of email, right? Never replied to an email with a heart emoji. But, you know, I may do it to texting 10 times a day. So very low friction. And because of that, we think that Texting is a very, you know, powerful channel to communicate with people. Like some really cool stats for you. If you look at email across all industries and MailChimp used to uh, post this data yearly, um, open rate across industries about 20%, which means they open your email. doesn't mean they read it. It just means they opened it. And read rate is about 15% on average, right? So you send hundred emails, 15 people read them. Texting has a 98% read rate and 96% of text messages are read in the first two minutes of delivery. So still nothing about project broadcast. You send a text message to hundred people, 98 people read it and 96 people read it within two minutes. That's just mind blowing. I mean, right? I think of all the communication. I mean, these days, 
uh, my wife, hopefully my in-laws aren't listening. We love them to death. It's actually true. But um, they'll all the time be like, even things like email or they'll call. She's like, first off, I don't check my emails. And then they're like, call me. She calls. She's like, why did they not text that to me? She's like, I waited three hours, tried to clear time to call them. And then it's like two minutes of, hey, by the way, dad can't come to dinner tonight. He doesn't feel well. It's like, what's going on? Like, text it to me, right? They're deep conversations that need to happen, but that's not one of them. No. And what's funny is I know a lot of people now will, on their voicemail greeting, actually say, please send me a text. So true. So if you if you look at like just behavior, right? Forget platforms. If you look at behavior, people are more likely to read and respond to a text message than they are to read and respond to an email, a Facebook message, a voicemail on their phone. Doesn't mean you shouldn't use those channels. But I'm just trying to highlight that that texting is a very powerful channel to add to your arsenal in terms of communicating with customers and prospecting. Now, that's powerful. So let's go into even more in depth on the why. Don't worry, guys. We're going to go into the, the, the how in the next episode that we do. So we've talked a little bit why, because it's a higher open rate, but like why for for network marketers? I mean, you said prospecting and, and customers, but I, I don't understand. We'll talk about like some of the things and how they can do that, but why, I mean, I don't even, if someone's starting right now, they may not even conceptualize the why because they feel like, you know, they've got other methods. So why why would it be so relevant as a network marketer to utilize and start now? Because Jake, Let's just say I'm someone that doesn't really have a big team, right? Or let's just say I do have a big team and I got a Facebook group and I feel like they're plugged in. So why would I want to add text marketing if I have no team or have a huge team? It's actually a super, uh, a super great question. Like one of the things that I think, especially if you're new, the the thing you have to really like buy into, and some of this is my opinion, but I think it's it's shared. Is that in network marketing, sales aren't really driven by themselves. The, the sales are driven by relationships. And the more you scale relationships, the more you end up getting in sales. Like I'm a big believer in that. And when you when you look at the different channels that you can communicate on, you have to think about like how can you be personable and and personal with people when you communicate with them, because that's where you're going to get the biggest impact in relationship building. And what I mean by that is if I get a text, so like, say I get a text message from you, Rob, like you just send me a text message. And on the same day, I get an email from you about an upcoming event, right? Neither are wrong, but which do I feel like is probably a more personal channel of communication with you? Oh, I mean, it's not even close, right? It's you sent me. It's texting. Like if someone texts me and asks a question, I feel bad not responding. If someone sends an email and you don't respond, you don't feel bad. Yeah, I, I feel like it's it's really about like how do you how do you create relationship and create engagement with your audience, team, customers, prospects? I think any of the three. But how do you do it and be personal and do it at scale? In Again, I'm biased, but I think texting is just a great channel to do that because I 
when I get a text message from a person and it's their real phone number, you know, I look at that and say, Rob just sent me a text. I need to respond to it. If I get an email or a Facebook message or see a post somewhere from someone on social media, I don't have the same pull um, that that's a personal message intended just for me. So a lot of it is the perception of the recipient. If you can make your recipient feel like you created something just for them. Now, they don't know that you're doing that at scale with volume, but if you can create something where the recipient's perception perception is that you created content just for them, the the kind of value you get out of that is much higher. Let's sell them on what we're going to talk about next episode. Not the details, but we're going to teach them on how. What are some of the concepts that we're going to teach them on how to utilize text text marketing in this next episode? I'll tell you one of the most common questions we get is what can I use project broadcast for? And you get it at different stages of, you know, person of someone's growth in network marketing, a brand new person up to a person with a very massive team. Right. So there are things you can do like we'll do some real simple ones, Uh, customer follow up. Right. How are you managing your customer follow up and are you doing it consistently at scale? Those are for people who are already have an existing customer base, right? Sounds like a good uh, little reason why Black Friday and Cyber Monday crushed it. Oh, man. And the the big thing I tell people, too, this is just a little side advice for me. Uh, You and I were texting about this a couple days ago. Your business should not be only on Black Friday or Cyber Monday. To, To me, like sales is about like building, I call it equity. So like with customers, I'm always trying to figure out how I can deposit value into the customer. So think of your customer as like a small bank, just like you do this in your marriage. I do this in my marriage. I'm always trying to figure out how to add little deposits of love into my wife's bank, right? Yeah. And I I know that in the future, if I want to make a withdrawal, if I've made no deposits, there will be no withdrawal. <laughs> we, we don't talk on these episodes about how you get action. Like that's totally, that's like a totally different show here, right? It's going to be an insufficient funds error <laughs> if I haven't made deposits. And I think, I think the same thing exists in your, in your business, right? Like you no. have to drive value to the customer so that at some point, when you want to ask for a sale, you've built that relationship. Equity. Well, I, I got an idea. Let's let's do that in the next episode. Let's go in detail on some of the sequences and some of the strategies because you've seen what worked. Because I, I know a lot will ask like, how often should they provide value? How often should you text based on you know statistics and things we've seen? How often should you should you go for you know additional sales? Um, all of those things. So if you guys tuned in this episode, you guys like this, this was the appetizer. We're yeah, about bring, to have pencil. Yeah. We're about to have dinner. And then after that, if you like dinner, we're going to have dessert after that. So we will be back for the next episode. You guys will not want to miss it. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts and as always please go leave a five-star rating review and then the last thing i always want to mention 
to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.